When it comes to investing in innovation, trust the experts. RoboGlobal provides laser-focused investment portfolios that deliver access to robotics, AI, and healthcare innovation globally. The HTech portfolio captures the technologies transforming the medical space, providing unique exposure to best-in-class companies. Investors, turn to this diversified approach backed by research from the experts. Learn more today at RoboGlobal.com HTEC. Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com/htec. The Masters is back. Stream all 4 days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle-making, green-jacketing golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just €15. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say... Oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. Have we started the fire? Yes, the fire rises. It is a dumpster fire. We need somebody to put it out. It's showtime. And it goes a little something like this. Tether the wall, we're gonna tether the wall, the mother sucker, tether the wall, the sucker. We want the bump, yeah, want the bump. I'll be the bump. You gotta have the bump. What you wanna be when you grow up? I don't wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. Stay with fantasy. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. It's a little strange. Coming to you uh, in the afternoon hours. Nooner, special Nooner edition. Nooner, I barely even touched her. Welcome to Funkin' Fantasy, a little... uh, we almost missed us because of Christmas edition here at Moonshine. I'm down here in the, uh, in the halls of the Moonshine dining room area here, all by my wee savvy, all by myself. My co-hosts are all working. They're all back to work, back on the old grind after uh, the, the wonderful Christmas layoff that they've all had for the holiday. Uh, Rafino's back at work. Joe Corrado's back stuck in the uh, public, People's Republic of New Jersey. Catfish Charlie couldn't make it tonight. He had to go to work. But you know what? He's going to be able to call in. And give us a Tuesday 10, a special Wednesday, a Wednesday 10, as we would call it. Uh, what up, Jose? Jose, uh, Jose, Jose uh, from Norristown checking in. Got a lot of stuff to get into. I apologize. My voice is a little shot. I worked over the entire holiday season, but I got a lot of fun stuff to get into. We're going to recap week 16 in the NFL. 
for the fantasy football season that was. I lost my freaking fantasy championship because I made a horrible mistake, which I can't fault myself for, and I'll get into that in a little bit. We also got to crown the, uh, we crowned the, the champion of the Luigi, uh, the Luigi Curto Funkin' Fantasy Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is League, where I finished dead last. But we did have a winner in the Municipal Battle of Philadelphia between uh, the firemen and the police department. And we will uh, announce, that, announce that winner in a, in a few seconds. Um, last week's Luigi vs. Listeners Fantasy Showdown was I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. So we did NFL players, white NFL players, former players, no one that's currently on a roster, and no one in the Hall of Fame. And uh, for the, fifth, for the fifth, fifth row in a week, I mean, for the fifth consecutive week in a row, I was able to take down the listeners handedly. And now that this week, seeing that Christmas being that Christmas was yesterday, I'm going to do one of my favorite games, and that's the, uh, the, the Luigi vs. the Listeners Fantasy Showdown Christmas Movie Characters. Okay, so this will be a lot of fun. We all, we all know how it works by now, and if you don't, we build a fantasy football team, you know, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight end, flex, defense, kicker, using all types of different categories, fun, uh, you know, whether they're fictional or non-fictional. In this, way, uh, in this particular game, it's going to be fictional characters. But some of you may or may not believe that some of these people are real, which is okay if you don't. And it's okay if you do. There's no right or wrong answer. <sighs> Meanwhile, we have that. Uh, we're going to talk about some toys, the popular toys from this year's Christmas, from 2018. And I'm going to take a look back into the toys that were popular during the year that I was conceived and born in 1981 and see how they match up. In the, you know, in the fun category. Because I, I, I took a look at this list. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know what half of these things are or if, you, if I'd be interested in playing with it. And, of course, that's what she said. So, again, I'm, I got no host with me, no co-host with me today. Uh, no call screener. So, like Stevie Wonder at the airport, we're flying blind. All right? So, I want you to call in and be my co-host for today. 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you jump into this dumpster fire that we have here at Moonshine that burns every single Tuesday. But again, it's Wednesday, so we put the, we put the, we put the, uh, the Kindle in the fire a little early. I mean, a little late this week. But again, uh, and also I want to ask the, the, I guess, the silly sports talk radio question I will ask. If you had a chance to ask Santa to put any professional athlete under the tree for your favorite organization this, this year, who would it be? So, like, you know, if, again, if you're, the, uh, if you're looking at uh, me being a Philadelphia native here and a fan of all the, of all the sports, uh, if they were asking me, you know, who would I put under the tree, um, I would ask for Brad Stevens. <laughs> so he could coach my Philadelphia 76ers into a playoff, uh, into a chance to have a winning, a winning uh, season into the playoffs because Brett Brown needs to get the hell out of town. In fact, that is my hashtag that I have started. Get Brett Brown out of town because he doesn't, he doesn't, he just, he isn't the guy to take us to the next level. And, and it's not about, it's not about, oh, because he was just here for the process or, you know, I don't believe in him. It's about the, 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 just the inability to draw up any kind of plays during timeouts. His rotations are horrible. I, I scratch my head at so many of the things that he does. But again, that's basketball. Uh, but that's just for instance, like I said, that's just for instance. That's how I want to, you know, be able to explain to you how I want this to work. So any kind of sports figure that you'd like, coach, player, whatever, to be under the tree for your team this holiday season. 
I got to go over my MVPs and SOBs for the week. Um, but before I do that, I'll do it now. So like I said, the Luigi versus listeners fan show, the first pick has already been made. All right. And it's made every single week by Jason Nemiroff as the official Nemiroff pick. He gets first pick for the listeners. And uh, he's been off for the past couple weeks. He hasn't made the best selections. But this week, he made a perfect one. All right. At quarterback for the listeners. All right. This is in Christmas movie characters. He selected John McClain from Die Hard. Yippee ki yay, mother effers. All right. It's a solid pick. That was a guy I was going to take. I'm going to go running back, though. I, I resonate with this character. I am this character. I'm going running back. This guy ran all over town making plays. He made things happen, all right? I'm taking George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life at running back, all right? So, again, the listener's first pick was John McClain from Die Hard, and my pick was George Bailey at running back. You guys can make your picks on Facebook Live, and you can call in at 619-924-9874 if you want to shoot the shit, talk about what you did for Christmas. I want to hear what you got for Christmas or how Christmas missed you because it missed me and it missed a lot of us this year. Now, I'm going to announce the winner. All right? Let me get the drum roll because it, t- it, t- it was a tough match, but it, uh, where the hell is my drum roll? See, this is the problem. When you're sitting here flying blind, I mean, when you're doing this show by yourself, you got to do everything by yourself. So I got to find all the paperwork, and I got to hit all the drops, and I got to do all that stuff. So drum roll in the uh, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth League is Championship Final. Dan Mim, the Iron Sheik, against John Brightcliffe and the Team Nature Boys in Police Department versus Fire Department. The winner. 164.1 to 121.8. Dan Mim and Team Nature Boys, I mean, and uh, Team Iron Cheek takes down the Nature Boys and wins the cold, hard cash. Straight cash, homie. And let me give him a roaring round of applause. (laughs) He takes home lovely, lovely prizes in the amount of, uh, well, I won't disclose the amount of money that he won, but it was a a nice amount of cash. Uh, and he also gets to go to Dominico's over there on Frankfurt Avenue, 7153 Frankfort Avenue, uh, up in the beautiful Northeast. And he gets to go see my man Michael, and he gets fitted for the pristine gold jacket to the winner of this crazy league that we had. I mean, it was a fun league. It was a great league. I hope some of these guys come back next year. Uh, you know, their spots are always going to be open, but I'm gonna, I might even do two separate leagues. It'll be, it, it was a lot of people asking to get into it, but it's a high-priced league. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and the guys will be coming back here soon to, again, get the, he's got to get fitted for his jacket, and we got to give him the cash. And there's Brett Brown on my TV right now. I just want to shave that stupid beard off. You're, you're not the most, he, he's trying to look like the most interesting man in the world. He's the most depressing man in the world right now to me. That, that, that's what he is. But I digress. Uh, so 164.1 to 121.8. He takes home the cash, he takes home the green jacket, and he takes home the title of the first annual Put Your Money Where Your Mouth League is. Fantasy football champion. Congratulations, Dan Mim. Um, I hope you choke on it. All right, buddy? Straight cash, homie. Now, myself. Let me get into what happened to myself. So I'm in the championship. Again, it's a fantasy football show. This is what we talk about. Well, for the most part. I'm in the, I'm in the championship. I have, I have, an, I have the, uh, the fun dilemma of every week of playing either Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. I took Aaron Rodgers earlier in the draft. I took Drew Brees a little later. 
And Brees got hot, and Aaron Rodgers, well, he really wasn't, okay? And he was hurt. He really wasn't even supposed to play against the freaking Jets, okay? He wasn't even supposed to play, but he ends up playing, all right? I'm thinking this game's going to be whatever. But I got Drew Brees at home in the Dome, number one seed in the NFC on the line against Pittsburgh. I'm thinking shootout like you couldn't believe, right? I'm thinking Brees, no problem, 300 yards, three touchdowns. I'm thinking that, I'm also thinking that um, Aaron Rodgers, even if he plays, I mean, what, like, what's he going to do? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they'll probably get up a little bit early, nothing too crazy. Now, again, I have Alvin Kamara, too, to stack with this. Just remember that. It'll get up, it'll, they'll get up early or, you know, it'll be a low-scoring game. But what, it, it, he really won't do much. I'm thinking, what, maybe 250 and a touchdown out of Aaron Rodgers. They're not really going to want to push the ball too much. You know what I mean? He's not even supposed to be out there. They don't want to get him hurt. Um, yeah, it didn't happen because Rodgers threw up a 50-burger against the, uh, the New York Jets. And speaking of burgers, the guy I played had Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, who he traded for midseason. And that's how I ended up losing because I leave Aaron Rodgers on the bench with 50.1 and Drew Brees has 18 point, like whatever, nine points. And that difference was a difference in me winning and losing that championship. And I got to tip my, I got to tip my cap. Uh, Steve Rennie, congratulations. You got into this, you got into this dynasty league years ago. The team was in shambles. The original owner completely gutted it, traded every asset it possibly had, all the draft picks that went along with it. You took over the team. It took you a hundred years to do it, but you finally Got yourself into a championship. I can't take it from you. Congratulations, my friend. Enjoy it. As my man Ricky Bobby once said, though, looking at Mike Honcho right in the face, there ain't nothing wrong with silver because silver also does bring fabulous, fabulous prizes. Now, phone lines are already lighting up, 619-924-9874. Before I go to the phones, I got to go over my MVPs for the week. All right? My MVPs and SOBs. I'll keep it short. All right, and then we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to do, do some stuff with the toys and we're going to get into the game too. And again, I'm, I'm here hanging out with you guys. I haven't had much sleep. I had a, I had a late night last night. I couldn't get to bed. I worked freaking 38 hours over the, uh, over the holiday season. I had no Christmas, so I want to hear how good your holiday was because my holiday stunk. All right, MVPs from last Thursday. All right, Derrick Henry, he didn't, uh, he didn't exactly uh, have the games like he had in his previous two weeks, but he did have 84 yards and a touchdown, 15.7 points. The Rams defense goes into L.A. Uh, I'm sorry, the Ravens defense goes into L.A. and drops 28 on the Chargers in a must-win game for that team, okay? And the Ravens now in the driver's seat um, for, their play- for their playoff destination going forward. Baker Mayfield home against Cincinnati, 27 out of 37, 284 yards, three touchdowns, six rushes for 16 yards, 30.6 points for Baker. And got- the Cleveland Browns were a 10-point, a double-digit favorite against Cincinnati. When's the last time the Cleveland... Somebody can find that out for me on the, uh, the special, on the, on the internet, on the famous, uh, on, the, on the, the fancy thinking box, all right, which is a computer or your smartphone, and you can find out the last time that the Cleveland Browns were a double-digit favorite against anyone. I would appreciate that, all right? Kirk Cousins at Detroit, 21-28, 253 yards, three touchdowns, 29.7 points, uh, and it wouldn't be Christmas if Rudolph didn't go off. Kyle Rudolph, that is nine receptions, 122 yards, Two touchdowns, 29.1 points. It's been about a month since he's uh, gotten in the end zone, but he's, he had a huge game against Detroit, and unlucky, uh, you know, it's, and that's unlucky for Philadelphia fans here because 
this week coming up, you have the Bears and the Vikings. And if you're a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, you need the Bears to go into Minnesota and take Captain Kirk down. Okay. Andrew Luck against the Giants, 31 out of 47, 457 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, two rushes, 13 yards, 26.3 points. Aaron Rodgers, the uh, aforementioned Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, the last guy to put up numbers like this in New York was, uh, was Godzilla, quite frankly. All right, 37 out of 55, 442 yards, two touchdowns through the air. And he had five rushes for 32 yards and two more touchdowns for a total of <laughs> touchdowns and 51.2 Flipping points. John Leone checking in, flying solo. Yeah, George Bailey. That's right. Paul Ferrero, my first round pick. George Bailey with the trick knee and all. Yes, with the trick knee and all. But you see the way he was moving? It's all about when he gets into space. When he gets into space, you can't touch him. He's still agile. He's all right. He'll put the brace on. He'll play with the brace. Uh, 51.2 points for Aaron Rodgers. High, highest scoring fantasy entity of the week on my bench in the championship. But again, I can't fault myself for playing Breeze in the dome at home. All right? Jamal Williams, um, in place of Aaron Jones, 15 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown, 6 for 7, 61 yards, 24.6 points for him. Sam Darnold with back-to-back big weeks in fantasy, 24 out of 35, 341 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks, uh, three rushes for 44 yards, showing a little bit of that ag- the agility there by, uh, by the first round pick by the, for the Jets, 31.4 points. And then Robbie Anderson, nine receptions, 140 yards, and a touchdown, 24.5 points. Deshaun Watson at Philadelphia, 29 out of 40, 339 yards, two touchdowns, eight rushes for 49 yards, two more scores, 41.9 points for Deshaun. But Nick Foles, ladies and gentlemen, 35 out of 49 for 471 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, 48.1 points. For, uh, for old St. Nick there. And Zach Ertz, 12 receptions, 110 yards, two touchdowns, 29 points. He is the best tight end in football, ladies and gentlemen. And he should be the number one fantasy tight end taken next year, hands down, no questions asked. Nelson Aguilar. Who the fuck is that guy? I, 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 don't worry, folks. We do, remember, Connor, Nelson Aguilar had the bust-out season last year, and then he disappeared for about a good two months this year. But he came back in a big way this game. He had uh, five receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown coming from 83 yards out, 23.1 points for Nelson. Matt Ryan at Carolina, 15 out of 26, 239 yards, three scores, 30.9 points. And Christian McCaffrey, no touchdowns, but 101 yards rushing and 12 receptions to lead the way for Carolina for 77 yards, 23.8 points. Robert, don't call me Tiger Woods at Arizona, six receptions, 89 yards and a score. He also had two rushes, 15 yards with another touchdown, 25.4 points for Robert. And then how about C.J. Anderson filling in for Todd Gurley? C.J. Anderson, ladies and gentlemen, in pro bowler in Denver, all right, then gets signed on. He gets signed on to uh, – he gets signed by Carolina to help spell some of the carries for Christian McCafferty. Jonathan Stewart leaves and goes to New York. But, again, they draft Saquon Barkley, and Jonathan Stewart is hurt and never heard from again. C.J. Anderson then goes to, to Baltimore – who get, they pick him up, they wave him like, I don't know, two days later, all right? And then get signed by the Rams to go in and play for Todd Gurley, who, they, who again, is on my fantasy team, but had to be on my bench because they scratched him two hours before game time. C.J. Anderson steps in and goes uh, 20 carries, 167 yards and a touchdown for 22.7 points. 
And he might play again this week if they decide to hold Todd Gurley out, even though Mc- Sean McVay has said that he will play if Todd Gurley's a go. I still think C.J. Anderson will get his fair share of carries, though. Larry Fitzgerald did what no Arizona quarterback could do. He threw a touchdown pass. One for one, 32 yards and a touchdown. And he also had six receptions for 53 yards for Larry Legend. Ben Roethlisberger at New Orleans. Uh, 30. It, it hurts to read this because it's basically like reading my own eulogy at my funeral. Ben Roethlisberger at New Orleans. 33 out of 50 for 380 yards. Three touchdowns, two rushes for four yards. 35.4 points. And then Antonio Brown. We go way back, my friend. I found you when you were buried on a depth chart in Pittsburgh. I drafted I wrote your name in on a draft board. I held on to you for as long as I could in my dynasty league. And then I had to let you go. I redrafted you. I've traded you for number one picks. I've traded you for number two picks. And then you came back to bite me in the ass for 14 receptions and 185 yards and two touchdowns, 35.4 points to destroy my championship hopes. Alvin Kamara, seven carries, 23 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions, 82 yards, 24 and a half points. And then Michael Thomas uh, had a fantastic bust-out season for Michael, 11 receptions, 109 yards, and a score, 22.4 points. Pat, my homie Mahomes at Seattle, was making it rain more than normal there. 23 out of 40, 273 yards, dropping three touchdowns, three receptions, 33 yards, 33.3 points. A lot of threes for Pat. A lot of threes. You see, there's a, a little bit of a pattern going on here. Russell Wilson, 18 out of 29, 271 yards, three touchdowns, eight rushes, 57 yards, 33.7 points. And then Chris, the late show, Carson, 27 carries, 116 yards for Chris, two touchdowns, 23.6 points. Doug Baldwin emerging from uh, the depths of the fantasy basement this season. Uh, He's basically stepped up the past three or four weeks, seven receptions, 126 yards, and a score, 22.1 points. And then Monday night, uh, the Raiders' defense, 20 20 points. And Dwayne Harris with a 99-yard punt return for a touchdown. Now, i got to pull this up because there's a quote here from Dwayne Harris that i got to read. It's worth reading because this is fantastic. So Michael Gelkin of, of the NFL, he, uh, he tweets this out during the, uh, during the Raiders-Denver Monday night game. So he says, I didn't use this quote on December 3rd when Raiders wide receiver Dwayne Harris said it, but I will now. He scored a 99-yard punt return for a touchdown tonight because he knew the NFL's rule book. Quoted Dwayne Harris by saying, it helps to know the rules. Here's the, here's the, uh, the quote from Dwayne Harris, uh, Raiders wide receiver and punt returner, kick returner, earlier in the year. Quote, a lot of people don't know if the punt team bats the ball before it goes in the end zone. If we pick it up and we try to run with it and fumble, we still get the ball back. No one knows the rule. It's always been like that, as he laughs. A lot of people just don't know that rule. A lot of people see me every time and get the ball if they touch it. They're like, why are you touching? The, why are you trying to get the ball? It's because of that rule. It helps to know the rules. And he's right, Dwayne. You're right, Dwayne Harris. It does help to know the rules. I never knew that. I never knew that if the, if the opposing team on special teams hit, knocks the ball down, right, that it's not dead yet. You still can pick up the ball and take off with it. And if you fumble the ball, you don't lose possession. You get to keep the the ball still stays with your team. All that happens is, is that it just goes back to where the ball was initially touched. It does help to know the rules because, again, I I had no idea of that rule. 
but Dwayne Harris did, and he picked it up and ran 99 yards for a freaking touchdown. All right, Steve Aston's checking in on Facebook Live. Uh, I hope everyone had a I hope everyone had a very uh, very good Christmas. Uh, I hope everyone had a very good Christmas and a holiday too. Six one nine nine two four nine eight seven four. I want to call. I want you guys to call in. And let me know how that went for you. Now, hold. On. I got the phone lines are lighting up, and I will get to them in just a second. All right, but I also have to get to my SOBs. Now, my SOBs of the week. I'm going to change it this week because it's fantasy championship week. So rather than being SOBs, it, it hits a little harder. So I've renamed this one to the um, ah, you motherfucker list. All right. So last Thursday, Phillip Rivers against the Ravens, only 23 out of 37 for 181 yards and two interceptions, 5.1 points. Both Williams wide receivers who combined for two receptions, 18 yards. That's it. Willie Sneed, nothing. Michael Crabtree, one reception, 20 yards. These are guys who killed people in fantasy in their championships last week, all right? Joe Mixon at Cleveland, 17 carries, 68 yards, 8.8 points. Cameron Braid at Dallas, two receptions, eight yards. Deshaun Jackson, one reception, 24 yards. Amari Milk Carton Cooper returned just in time for the finals, just in time to screw everyone over, four receptions, 20 yards. Eric Ebron against the Giants, three receptions, 28 yards. Every single Miami Dolphin offensive player. Seriously, they all suck. Tom Brady. Yes, Tom Brady. One time for you, Tom. Against Buffalo. 13 out of 24, 126 yards, a touchdown and two picks. That's how you do, people? That's how you screw your your fantasy franchise owners? And how about this? How about Rob Gronkowski? Let me tell you something, Bob. I'm glad that Saturdays are for the boys. Because it seems like Sundays are for screwing over fantasy owners, all right? Zero points, Rob. Zero. Ah, you motherfucker. Golden Tate against Houston. Two receptions, 13 yards. Todd Gurley. Eh, he had the knee thing, but I think he could have played. I think, he, I think Todd could have strapped on the freaking helmet and played. Tariq Cohen at San Fran. Six carries, 12 yards. One reception for seven yards. And about Benjamin, don't call me Randy Watson against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had one reception for six yards. And um, Monday night, Raiders and the Broncos, David Carr sucks. All right? Before I get into the rookie report, I'm going to go to the phones. Again, I have no call screener, so I'm just going to go to the phones, give you the, uh, the area code and the first three digits, and we'll see where it goes from there. 609-251. 609-251. You're on the air. Yo, what's up, Luigi? Who am I talking to? It's Mo. Mo. What's going on, Mo? going on bro Mo now you couldn't be you couldn't I appreciate that I appreciate all my friends I appreciate all my friends and family checking in after Christmas because it's 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 a very sad day for a lot of people when they're paying off the credit card bills the next day the sad thing is is that yesterday everyone spent the holiday with their family right opening gifts and what are they all doing today going back to return all that shit (laughs) that's what they're doing all right basically so what's going on are you stuck working today or what yeah I'm I'm just leaving work right now. I was I wasn't feeling well. I'm gonna go home and lay down, grab a some uh, Theraflu, and just sleep it off. Theraflu, you got to get the Robitussin, man. You know, Robitussin cures anything. They they had when 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 bubonic plague was put down on Earth by God, they were handing out shots of Robitussin, and that's how they cured it. You know this, man. You should know this. That's nuts. That's nuts. All right. So what do you Yo, got? Yo, man, you gotta uh, your boy Brett Brown, bro. Oh, I know. I, 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 you know. You know me, man. I, I'm the least biased guy in this town, and I just ripped Brett Brown 
for about a good two minutes before the sh- as the show was opening up. Listen, he he was the guy to to, to lead us through the process. All right, to uh, to basically just kind of you know try to develop something, anything, any kind of rapport or any kind of development from any of these young players. And to his credit, he did turn Robert Covington into a decent NBA player. Okay, all first team defensive player. Uh, Decent, you know, decent three and D, three and D guy can't make a can't make a layup, can't make a freaking layup. But he did turn into a nice player. But the, the man can't coach. Like just because he came from the Popovich tree doesn't mean he's Greg Popovich. You know, people say like, oh well, look at the people that came from the you know the Bill Belichick tree. Well, you know, Eric Mangini came from the Bill Belichick tree, and he can't coach for for shit. So just because he came, just because you came from that tree, doesn't mean all the leaves are going to be exactly the same. The problem with Brett Brown is it's – I don't think he has any kind of control of this team, and I don't think he knows how to draw up a play. Like, his, his in-game management, like, he went – like, it, 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 he started to – he started to take strides in a positive – like, he started to trend up. Like, it looked like he, started, he was starting to figure it out, and then all of a sudden it just crashed and burned. Like, his rotations are horrible. They're horrible. I don't understand why Mike yeah, Muscala's we- playing that much. I mean, it makes no sense to me. T.J. McConnell shouldn't be on the floor that much. He just shouldn't. I mean, the, the, the place. Jonah- God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Jonah Bolden got like 25 minutes versus the Raptors. Like, why he couldn't play yesterday? He could have gave some value of minutes. Muscala was looking out there like he was scared. A couple of them looked scared out there. Yes. And, I mean, if you think about this, too, like, Look, look, at, look at Boston, right? Last night, one guy killed you for Boston. One, all you have to do is worry about one guy, Kyrie Irving. The only guy you got to worry about. Al Horford was coming in still. He was banged up coming in, right? So Joel Embiid did exactly what he was supposed to do and dominate. He dominated for a half. For a half. Where the hell did he go in the second half? It, it makes no sense to me, okay? So... Kyrie Irving tears you apart. But Al Horford, again, banged up. You got Daniel Figgis in there playing huge minutes. You let Marcus Morris turn back the clock like five years and look like Tim Duncan against this team. Seriously. He loves playing against Philly. Oh, he, lo- he, oh, he, he feeds off this team. I he think f- it's because he's from around because he, he's from Philly, so he likes showing up. Well, it's not even just that. It's because he's, not, he's just not, he's not soft. This team is soft. This, this team yeah, is soft. Team is with the exception of Embiid Jimmy's and Jimmy Butler, with the exception of, of, of Embiid and Jimmy Butler, this team is soft. Embiid wants to win, and Jimmy Butler is one of the best competitors and one of the most ferocious competitors in, in all of the NBA. You know, that's what, the, this, you know, that's what happened with the, uh, you know, the, the, actual, the, the eventual divorce with Jimmy and the Minnesota Timberwolves is because, you know, he was challenging these guys in the locker room. And nobody it's like, yep. it's like, you know, what am I, the only one who wants to win here? You know, you got a team with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. You're sitting there with, uh, oh, my God, I, I can't believe I'm, um, I'm, draw, I'm, drawing, I'm drawing a blank here on the. Uh... Well, because Wiggins stinks anyway. So well, Wiggins stinks, but uh, again, oh, uh, Jeff Teague, again, Jeff Teague, decent player there. And, you know, that, that, that team was deep and they're a young team and they should have made a run this year. You know, should, a lot of people a couple years ago were saying, well, like two years ago, were saying, well, what would you do? Would you trade, would you trade the Minnesota Timberwolves roster right now for the Sixers roster with all their youth? Yeah. And some people were saying, yeah, because, you know, Cat, Cat's a, a, young, a young star in, 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 the, uh, in the making, and Jimmy Butler was there. So, yeah, I would have. 
A lot of people would have. I'm starting to think now, and a lot of people are starting to say this about Ben Simmons. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if you re-up him for this big contract. I don't know if you do it. What do you think, Mo? I mean, do you think we you should have shipped, shipped his ass to uh, San Antonio for the Kawhi deal, man. That's what should have happened. But, yeah, you know, but... Ben Simmons is a general player. Fans didn't want to get rid of him because, you know, he gets little nice triple-doubles. But whatever, man. Listen, I, I don't. I, again, triple-doubles that are... You know, 10, 12, and 12. You know, what is that? <laughs> like, this, yeah. it, it, you know, what, what is that? They're like, excuse me, triple doubles. Like, I know they're, they're hard to get, but, you know, when you're, when you're the franchise guy, when you're supposed to be the big facilitator and the dominating player that you are, I mean, you're almost seven feet tall, and you're, you're, not, you're not even aggressive to the basket. Like, he shies away from it. He shies away from it. It's yeah. the same thing that happened last year in that playoff series against Boston where, you know, what, what do you take, one shot? Or he had like one point or something like that in one of the games, and it's like, yep. dude, just go to the damn basket. You should be scoring twenty points a night easily. I think he shies away from it. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. But the thing, you know, you can't fault the Sixers for not doing the, the, you know, trying to do the Kawhi deal with it because, again, Kawhi was a rental that you didn't know. You don't know if he's going to sign. I don't think. I don't know if he's going to stay in Toronto. He might. He might. I mean, he might stay in Toronto. They got, they got a hell of a team out there. I mean, they go out there, they make a run. They got, I mean, they're good. They're, they got a pretty good shot of getting to a finals. I mean, I think this is the year Toronto does get there. I mean, there's nobody in the East really standing in their way except for who? I mean, Boston? But I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they got the legs to hang with Toronto. I don't, I don't know if they do. Toronto is probably the, one of the deepest, deepest teams in the NBA. I mean, seriously, Fred yeah. Van Fleet's probably the, the, the best backup player in the entire league. He should be starting on most teams. Yeah, he's just uh, short, that's all. <laughs> it's all right. Isaiah Thomas was short. short guy. Allen Iverson was short. It's yeah. all right. These guys are that's short. True. It's cool, that's you know? True. I mean, there yeah, are some, no. there are some bad short players. But anyway, so how, how was your, how was your let, let's just get down to the real stuff real fast. How was your Christmas? Your Christmas was good? Holiday was good? Bro, I was laying in like in bed like all day yesterday. Just sick. It was trash. It was trash. Yeah, it's just straight trash, homie. Not straight cash, homie. Straight trash, homie. Yeah, listen. Straight trash, homie. We gotta make a I gotta let you make a pick before I let you go. All right? right. You gotta make a pick. So the listeners took um what the hell is my list at? I had the list. Where is it? I lose everything, Mo. Oh, here it is. I lose everything. All right. So the listeners took John McClain from Die Hard at quarterback number one. Solid pick. Solid pick. Yeah. I took George Bailey from A Wonderful Life with my pick. So now it's your pick. You can go anywhere you want except for quarterback. Any Christmas character, put him anywhere you want. Who's it going to be? Damn, dude. Has to be quarterback. No, you know, no, no. Last year, I, no, I got, quarterback's going. I had that <laughs> you can go running back, Quarter wide receiver, back. tight end, flex, defense, kicker, whatever you want. Uh. Oh man. Uh, let me let me get Harry from Home Alone. He got good hands. Oh, damn! That's a good pick. You sticky bandit, Harry from Home Alone. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's Harry, it's Harry Lime. Harry Lime from Home Alone. Yeah. That's a good pick. 
I got, I got, I mean, I got to take him, right? I mean, he's still there. I got to take him. It's, it's the fourth pick already. I got to, I got to go Clark Griswold, man. I got to go Clark Griswold. Oh, man. I got to, I got to take Clark. I got to take Clark Griswold, the quarterback. That guy made sure everyone had a good Christmas despite all the, uh, the tragedies that were happening at home. So I got to, I got to go. I got to go with Clark Griswold. Speaking, I gotta go, Mo. All I do right. got, I do got, I do gotta go. But thanks for calling in, brother. I appreciate it. Rest up, get well soon. I will talk to you off the air, and uh, we'll get up soon. All right, buddy. All right, for sure, bro. All right, Mo. Take care of yourself. Happy holidays, pal. All right, so we see how easy that is. All right. So that was a good pick, Harry Lime, Home Alone from Sticky Bands. It's a decent pick, and I respect that pick. I had him going a little bit later. I think he reached for him a little bit at wide receiver there that early, but. It was a solid pick, and I went with Clark W. Griswold at quarterback. I got to get in my rookie report real fast. Phone lines are lighting up again, 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. People are also chiming in on Facebook Live. You can also chime in on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy uh, to make your selections, make your picks. And let me see if anybody's going on Twitter. I didn't even let anybody know that I was having a show. So, uh, yeah, nothing going on on Twitter. But get back down to the business. Rookie report, Lamar Jackson at the Chargers, 12 of 22, 204 yards, one touchdown, 13 rushes, 39 yards, 20.9 points. Baker Mayfield, he was an MVP. Nick Chubb, 19 carries, 112 yards, two receptions, three yards. Yeah, two receptions, three yards, 13.5 points. Peyton Barber at Dallas, he had 17 carries for 43 yards, three receptions for 13 yards. Michael Gallup on the other sideline in that game, three receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Saquon Barkley at Indy, 21 carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown, five receptions for 39 yards. Saquon last two weeks really hurt his owners. You know, he was putting up 30 fantasy points a week, and he's struggling to get about the 15 mark, you know, the last two weeks. And that was a, that was a, tough, a tough thing for fantasy owners to sit Saquon Barkley in any of those games. Um, but Saquon should be one of the top three picks in next year's draft. Josh Allen at New England, 20 out of 41, 217 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, five rushes for 30 yards. Sam Darnold, MVP. Calvin Ridley at Carolina. He had three receptions, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Josh Rosen against the Rams, 12 out of 23, 87 yards, four rushes, 49 yards. And then Phillip Lindsay, who got hurt in this game, he had 10 carries, 46 yards, two receptions for 11 yards, 6.7 points. The injury report. Phillip Lindsay, uh, he has an MRI on his right wrist. He's questionable going into this week. Todd Gurley's day-to-day with the knee. Demarius Thomas tore his Achilles, and his season is over. Uh, that's a huge blow for the Houston Texans. Uh, they are going to miss Demarius Thomas. They already have, they're already without so many of their offensive weapons. Uh, speaking of one of those is Lamar Miller. He's questionable with an ankle injury but may play this week. Tevin Coleman, uh, he has a strained groin for the Atlanta Falcons, but he's got a good chance to play as well. Dante Pettis out for the year with a knee injury. Matt Breda is out with an ankle injury. Jeez, it's, it's literally almost the entire starting lineup for the uh, – for the San Francisco 49ers are all out with injuries. So if you need a job or think you can play in the NFL, you may want to inquire at San Francisco 49ers this weekend. Uh, they have some openings. Marcus, Marcus Mariotti, he's got a stinger. Stinger? Uh, he's questionable. Uh, every jet wide receiver except for Robbie, Robbie Anderson is hurt right now. <sighs> Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to 484-804. Is this my man, Jose? Yep. What up, what Jose? Up, we just who's at who's at the club today? Who's at who's at the club tonight? No, who's in the restaurant tonight? Oh, who's in the well? Listen, Jose. Listen, much like uh, much like my uh, 
my, uh, my social life right now. I'm, I'm pulling this one alone, pal. So I'm just telling you, I'm rolling solo, my friend. All right, I'm rolling solo. I wish I wish I was I wish I was with you co-hosting, but I wish you I'm were too, man. Cold right now. Everyone's everyone's got a cold. Everyone's sick. I'm the only one who's sick enough to come in here and work on his day off and do and do a radio show for mm-hmm. you guys. I'm trying to give you guys something to listen to during the afternoon rather than you know the normal drive time. You know the, the normal midday shtick. I'm sinking badly. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll entertain the people while I'm on the while I'm on the air here. Well, I appreciate that, Jose, and we appreciate you. So let's get down to the business, Jose. Feliz Navidad first and foremost. And I need to I need to ask Merry how, Christmas, did, yo. how did you spend yo. your Christmas? I spent Christmas uh wolfing down some Christmas food and um chilling downloading an app that I'm very fond of listening to. What's the app, Jose? Spotify, yo. Spotify, yo. What's what do you got playing on Spotify? You got some old tang, you got some old school Wu Tang going or what? Actually, I'm playing some NFL soundtrack music. You're playing some NFL soundtrack music. Yeah. Oh, Jose's got the deep in the frozen tundra. That old John Facende going. In the National Football League. In the National Football League. Bambo Field. I love it, Jose. I love it. Let's get down to the business, though. Is that, yeah, I'm saying. What's your take? What's your take from yep. What's your take from this weekend's games? Well, for starters, uh, uh, since Nick Foles threw for a certain amount of yards, I think it makes sense by saying he threw over four hundred yards. Yes, he did, Jose. But will it be enough? Will it be enough? Now, I did say, I did say that the Eagles would win this game against Houston. And Dallas would also win against Tampa. They, yeah, I, they won the East. That's the, right. But I said that I also said that they would. The Eagles would find a way to backdoor their way into the playoffs, and I think they're going to do think it. That backdoor may work. It may work, Jose. Because but the, they be, they they'll beat the Washington if Redskins. They beat Washington, but they need a little if help. They beat Washington, the Bears. They do need a little help, Jose. They need help against the Minnesota Vikings. The Bears. They need the Minnesota Vikings to spit the bit. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can get the uh, we can get the Bears to roll into a Not Bears exactly. Mini, mini. We do need the Bears to go to Minnesota and take care of business. But the thing is, will they? Will they? Can they? Can they do the Eagles a favor and get them into the playoffs if the Eagles win against Washington, Jose? Do you think that the the Chicago Bears are going to go into Minnesota and take care of Kirk Cousins and the boys and? Make the Minnesota Vikings wish they never spent all that money on Kirk on Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? Well, guess what? I think the Bears, uh, since they're jockeying for positioning, and they're going into Minnesota, I think the Bears will be at full throttle trying to beat Minnesota next week. And well, it's not the Metrodome, but it's the U.S. Bank retractable dome. Yeah, whatever, whatever it's called. I was there last year. Whatever the hell it's called. Too many names. Yeah. See, that's other the, than that, I think I think the Bears will take care of business and hook us up. All right. Okay. I like it. I like it. Now, are you are you uh, so, are you now? I got to ask you this question, Jose, because Jose again, huge Eagles fan here. I got to ask you, Nick Foles again looked fantastic against the Houston Texans. Okay. If, Mind you, he did it against. 
two bookends and clown me in a J.J. Watt. Yes, he did. But I got to ask this question, Jose, because this has been the, this is this has been the popular question in the Philadelphia area. Okay, and I'll stir the pot. All right, I'll stir the dumpster up a little bit. Nick yep. Foles, Eagles get into the playoffs. They make another run. They go deep. Okay, I think the buck will stop somewhere around round two for this team. But let's just say this happens and Nick plays well. Next year, Nick is gone. Okay, he can leave. Mm-hmm. Carson yeah, Wentz. Leave. Nick Carson Wentz. You got to re up him next year, right? Yeah. Are you paying Carson Wentz? Are you paying Carson Wentz all that money, or do you put, or you, or do you try to offer it to Nick Foles instead? The reason why I'm asking this is because you can't have both. You can't have both because can't. Nick, Fo- you can't have over forty million dollars wrapped up in two quarterbacks. You won't have a football team. No. You won't have a football team. You, you Nick, won't be a- Nick Foles. Yeah, no, you won't be able to sign other areas. No, you won't be able to do anything. And because again, if you do that, yeah. if you do that, you'll have to be able to hit on every single draft pick. And Howie Roseman has showed he can't do that. Can't do that. No, he can't. He you know, can't. cute Donald Pumphrey. Okay, so he's stunk. The moment he got drafted. Exactly. He was done the moment he got drafted. The thing is, is that Nick Foles is going to get paid next year. Someone's going to offer him really high-end starter money in that 18 to $20 million range. Okay? Don't be surprised yep. if a team like Denver yep. comes in and tries to do that. Um, don't forget the Giants. Don't forget the, Exactly. <laughs> don't forget the Giants. Don't forget the Giants. Hell, don't forget the Redskins. That's another yeah, team. Alex Smith. Because Alex, Alex Smith started gruesome injury. Exactly. And they don't have anybody young on the roster either to, to bring up except for the, you know, the guy, the kid Johnson, who's he's obviously not the, uh, he's not the answer. So my question uh, is, is that... Right, and a lot of people ask, you know, they, they say, well, when you ask this question, they go, well, maybe he'll want to stay here. Maybe he'll want to say, well, he stayed here for $10 million and because there was, you know, he didn't want to go to Cleveland, okay? Which all of a sudden looks like a good spot now thanks to Baker, Baker Mayfield, okay? You know, because the, the, the Browns have, have played a hell of a lot of spoil, spoiler this season and um, they're, they're probably going to win again this week. Now, yep. people are saying you can't, you can't let Nick walk because if Carson gets hurt, you need the insurance plan, plan right? Mm-hmm. You can't pay $20 million for an insurance policy. You can't do it. You can't put $20 million on the sideline for 10 weeks of the season just in case the guy you think is the franchise, who may be the franchise, may get hurt. The problem is, is that Wentz is far and above the better talent, right, Jose? Is he not? I mean, let's, let's be real. I mean, he's far, far superior than Nick Foles as far as talent goes, athletic and physical talent. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is, is that this offense just runs better with Foles. It just does. It seems that way. He gets the, just, he spreads the it, ball around. Like, I'm sorry, Jose, I didn't mean to cut you off there. He just spreads the ball around so much better than Wentz does. I mean, Wentz, go, you know, Wentz is, is, is what? He's, he's, he's throwing the ball to, to Ertz 96% of the time. I mean, that's why. Yeah, that's and, Jeffrey be, and, uh, and Jeffrey and Aguilar's like, Yo, dude. Exactly. I know you love Zach, but damn. I know, seriously. Can we I mean, get some touches, too? I mean, I, the only guy he loves probably more than Zach Ertz is Mike Trout. Seriously. And he, if, in fact, Mike Trout's gotten more footballs this year 
from, from Carson Wentz than Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey combined. Seriously. Yep. Yep. The thing okay. is, is that Foles spreads the ball around to everyone. He gets everyone involved. And all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that it's not out of the realm of possibility, if I'm a GM, that I would think about maybe, maybe, taking Nick Foles and having him go forward with this franchise and seeing if I can do something with Wentz. I mean, I'm just, I know it's a crazy scenario, but again, if he makes this run and does this, you got you to gotta start oh thinking boy. like, you know, maybe Foles is the guy here. Yeah. You know, everyone, oh, well, Wentz is the franchise. I mean, again, I wouldn't, it's just that he, it's, we understand that. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's, it's not, I wouldn't say he's injury prone. I wouldn't say Wentz is injury prone. I'm just saying that where's the value? I mean, is the value in $25 million a year for Wentz for the next four years? Or is it in $17 million a year for the next four years with Foles, who's proven time and time again that he can do this? I'm just, I, again, it's, it's, a, it's a question that it's, it's an unpopular question because people love Carson Wentz. He's a great humanitarian, the whole Christian thing. He's got the dogs. He goes hunting, you know, whatever, all that crap. He's got the, you know, the, the wife. and The wife. Yeah, it's, it's all a bunch of, that's all social media hoopla and BS, all right? Like, great. I, I don't, I don't I, again, I don't care. I don't care what that guy does off the field. He's not a hero to I me. just want to work. I just mean all the off the field stuff I don't pay attention to is just, I'm, all, I'm focused on what he does on it. Exactly. Instead of off it. It's like I said, like when I go to a restaurant, the same right? Deal, when I go to a restaurant, Jose. Same deal with Ben Simmons. Correct. Sorry. I don't care what his personal life is. When I go to a restaurant, right? I go sit down. Like, right? I, go, I, go yeah. to, I, I pay big money. I go to a nice restaurant. I sit down for a meal, and the chef is back there, and, and th- that chef is working their tail off. I mean, and they are just executing their craft to absolute perfection, right? The food comes out. It's just perfect you couldn't you couldn't plate it any better you couldn't cook it any better mm-hmm. everything was fantastic yep. right yep. while that chef was at work they did the greatest job they possibly could right and the the outcome yep. was me being completely satisfied as a customer right uh-huh. that yep. i don't give a crap what the chef does when he le- when they leave that kitchen i could care less I could care less what that person does. I don't care where they live. I don't care. I don't care who they go like who they go home with. I don't care what they what they eat, what they drink, what they're you know if if they're if they're whatever the hell they do, what they do for recreation. I don't care what religion they are. I don't care. And that's the way it should be with sports. I don't care. I want the product to be worth it for me as a consumer. And that's all I care about when it comes to these athletes. Just come to work. Do the best job you can, and whatever you do outside of work does not affect my, you know, you know, my feelings or my judgment upon you. If I say you're great, it's because you're great at what you do. If I say you suck, yep. it's because you suck at what you do. It's yep. not about being great at who you are or what you or I, I, or or being great at what you do. I don't know you. We're not friends. We're not family. You have no impact on my life. None. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the disconnect is sometimes. But that's a little that was a little heavy for this program. It's supposed to be a fun show. It's supposed to be fun, Jose. It was a day after freaking Christmas. Yep. So what did you did 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 you get anything for Christmas today, Jose? Or were you were you uh, showering people with gifts? It was more like 
uh, I was like going on Insta and on Facebook wishing everybody a Merry Christmas type of deal. And and um, like I said, I'm been fighting a wicked cold for the past couple of days. A, so wicked, a wicked cold? Are you from the Boston area now? Lately. A wicked cold? Are you from the Boston area now, Jose? No, I'm just saying it in Jose language. I'm not saying it for New England purposes only. All right, I'm just checking. All right, Jose, before I let you rock and roll, I got to let you make a pick. Mm-hmm. Ouija versus the listeners, Christmas characters, Christmas movie characters. Go anywhere you want with yep. this. The listeners took the quarterback, was John McClain from Die Hard. It was a good pick. First, solid first round pick. Yep. Wide receiver. Yep, 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 yep. And Harry Lime from Home Alone, wide receiver. I took Clark Griswold at quarterback, uh-huh. and my running back is George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. It's your pick, Jose. Mm-hmm. You, you can't take a quarterback. You can go anywhere else you want. Oh, cool. I'm going, um, I'm going to go home alone, and I'm going to go with Kevin McAllister. Okay. Two home alone. Where are you going? Running back, flex, tight end, wide receiver, defense. I'm, go- I'm going flex defense with Kevin McAllister. No, you, just, just, you mean defense or flex? Which one? Uh, what in characters? Yeah, for the no. Which what, what position you want to put him at? The flex or the defense? Uh, defense. Yeah, I, that's that's a hell of a pick. That's a hell of a pick because uh-huh. he had a, he had a hell of a defense for that house. It's gonna be hard to beat that, Jose. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to beat that. Well, you figure you got you got the you got the big giant living room, you got the big giant kitchen, then you got the basement with the talking oven down from a. Then you got. You know the scene in the movie with the big giant stairway when you um oh yeah wow got the sled wow what a hole <laughs> it's the best yeah that's the, the greatest that's line a big ever. Piece of that. all right I that got houses top the iconic movie houses in the history of Christmas movies you damn right it is I got to take my pick though and not only that okay well, no go ahead not only that but go ahead but not only that. Every time I watch Home Alone one and two, we gotta um say rest in peace to Mr. McAllister. That's true. The Jose. character that played his his father, the father passed away recently. Yes, he did, and he was also on The Sopranos as well. Played a detective on The Sopranos. Great character. Oh, yeah, great character. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Dad, I didn't know that Dad was in um in uh, Jimmy's uh. Tony Soprano? Yeah, he was. He was a detective. He was there for, uh, uh, I think it was season three. He was there for a while. They ended up committing suicide. He was, like, on the take for, to- uh, for Tony's crew. Oh, damn. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, he was a good actor. He, was, he played a good part in that Home Alone series. Yes, he did. David Price checks in. He goes, is Reindeer Games a Christmas movie? No. It's not a Christmas movie, all right? I don't think so. No, no it's no, not. No, no, no. Well, you no, can. No, no, no. You, can use it. you can use cartoon characters if you want. It's totally fine. Um... I'm going to take a little bit of a... Um, I just think... Hold on a second. I got I to make this pick. I'm taking okay. running back. This guy is running from cops, running from everything. I'm taking Billy Ray Valentine from Trading Places, Jose. What do you think about that pick? Oh, that's a, that's a great pick, yo. You, think, you like that? You want me to break something else? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I like Billy Ray Valentine. Yeah, Billy Ray, Billy Ray um, Valentine. From trading places. Ain't he the one that um put that backward in the street? <laughs> yes, he did. In fact, here's um, here's the famous line that he said when he was in jail. Didn't I tell you? 
revoked phone and my limousine is busted and I can't get in contact with my bitches. Oh, I, I remember that line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so Jose, thank you for checking in, brother. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. And uh, we will talk to you soon, you my brother. Oh, and other than that, uh, can we give somebody one of those for to end Christmas? Uh, sure. USF football. South Florida. Players. <laughs> yes, before a bowl game. 14 coaches, 14 players and four assistant coaches were suspended for something. Well, that's fine. I, I, I didn't even see that, Jose, when I woke up this morning. I, I got I to take a look at that and bet against whoever the hell uh, they're playing. Well, no, it, was, it, was before, it was before the bowl game. I think it was before the bowl game against Marshall. Oh God! What 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 bowl was that? The flat tire bowl? What what bowl was that? I forget what the bowl game is. That was sick. I just saw the story recently, like a couple of days ago before Christmas. I'm like, yo, did South Florida do something stupid before the bowl game against Marshall? Well, Jose, it is Florida, so and a lot of stupid things do happen there. So, Jose, I gotta let you go, buddy. Yo. it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Give oh, you, what's that? By the way, and tell the waitress. At, uh, at the restaurant, Merry Christmas. I will always tell the waitress at the restaurant, Merry Christmas for you, my friend. Take care, Jose. No problem. Jose, everybody. I'll talk to you soon, folks. Sometimes it's like the call that never ends with that guy, but I love him. God love Jose. And I love Charlie, too. Speaking of Charlie, here he is. Yo, Charlie. What's up, Luigi? Merry Christmas, buddy. Yo, Felipe. Uh, Merry Christmas and Feliz Navidad to uh, Jose there. That's right, brother. Now, you had to work yeah, today, um, which is an outrage, because you should be sitting here hanging out with me, you jerk. I wish I could, but you know what? With Alexander Custom Contractors, we go 365. Oh. you go My dad will work on Christmas if he could. He really would. I did. <laughs> so tell him I said, yeah. kiss my ass. <laughs> Lick my ass. Oh, I, I have How about that? Listen, that's I'm actually, it's the one holiday I don't like to work on. Yeah, it's, that's the thing, man. Like, I, I, well, Thanksgiving's like partial to me, right? Like, I love Thanksgiving. Uh, that's, my, that's my favorite yeah. holiday. And that was my favorite holiday to work on, believe it or not. Really? No, I'm, I'm a big, thang, I'm a big Thanksgiving guy. No, I'm a big, well, that, that's, well, that's probably why. You probably make some cash. Oh, made major cash Thanksgiving morning. See, that's what I mean. So, like, it's not about just making the money. Like, I, like, I'm fortunate to have a job, right? Like, this is first world problems, yeah. just so you know, right? This is first world problems. Yes. Like, yeah. I'm fortunate to have a job. I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really not doing, I was able to sit here and, and create this dumpster fire that we're all listening to right now while I'm at work. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't exactly killing myself, all right? I'm not out there digging ditches or anything like that. And, yeah. but, you know, the, the hours do take a toll on you. And you start to sit yeah, around, and you're, you're watching Christmas movies on a computer, and you're just kind of, you know, everyone, your, your friends and your family, you're, you're seeing all these pictures on social media and these videos of, like, you know, your nephews and your family, and you, you, don't, you don't even get to see them. You know, you don't see them, and it kind of just, it tugs at you a little bit. You know what I mean? Because it's just like the well, holiday. It's just like, you know, the, the holiday, like, it's like a bubble, right? And the holiday's inside the, the bubble, yeah. and you're on the outside of the bubble looking in. And it sucks. I it sucks. <sighs> can only imagine. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, I get that. I think I'm ready to open up the window and uh, jump into the dumpster right now, Charlie. Oh, shit. Don't do that, Luigi. Well, this, the, phone, uh, this phone call really went south. 
Yeah, dude. Let's bring it back up, Charles. Let's bring let's bring the let's bring the noise back up. All right. By by the way, where's Jess at? All right. Where's where's your where's your lovely girlfriend? uh, She's she's at work. She works like sixteen hours today. Oh well, that's that's me every day. So I hear you. Did you guys get each other? Did you guys get each other some gifts? Oh yeah, we got some great gifts. uh, Each of us. I uh, I got her one of those Bradford uh, Christmas ornaments. Bradford Christmas. Uh, I got her this. You know, you know that like Bradford Exchange, they have all the Super Bowl cool stuff after right after like somebody wins the Super Bowl. No, I don't know if you ever seen it. No, I have no idea. So the Bradford, like the moment the Super Bowl's over, the first commercial is this Bradford Exchange every year. Oh, celebrate and this sh- this championship with the commemorative, you know, whatever it is, right? Yes. Okay. And they only make like two hundred of each, whatever the item they they did. And and she likes um, she likes her like Christmas ornaments um, to all be a matching color. And I found an Eagles one that goes with her color scheme. And um, I waited a little bit, Luigi, thinking uh, they'll drop the prices on these. <laughs> right. It didn't even matter about the price. They hit you over the head for shipping and handling like you would never believe. What what they, they get? Um, but she she. They got me for uh, sixty bucks for shipping and handling. Believe it or not. What? Yeah. So it was just—it's a glass ornament, a crystal glass ornament. And yeah, they. But you know what? It was worth it because she really enjoyed the hell out of that. Um, I got her a uh, Nutra bullet. She wanted that. Um, she got me completely out of left field, and I—I I love it. She got me the Nintendo Classic. Ah. Oh. The uh, the preloaded the preloaded Nintendo, which is kind of funny. That, because, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because I, I wanted to do this earlier, and that was the uh, mm-hmm. the toys, right? The totally awesome toys that we had, yeah. right? So here's the top toys yeah. from from 1981 compared to what the toys are for today, right? Mm-hmm. So because you know 1981 was yeah. when I was born, a Rubik's cube. Mm-hmm. What the hell was that? A Rubik's Whoa. Cube, right? Yeah. Well, Rubik's Cube, all right? And you had Masters of the Universe. Remember that, the He-Man toys? Ah, uh, He-Man. What is that noise playing? I don't know. There's something playing on your end. Oh, I know that. That's coming through my phone. Yeah, it's odd. Let's go down. Let's scroll down. Yeah. Scroll down. Then, the, how about the Glow Worm? I did not. What's the glow worm? That's the one I don't That's know. It's like a doll. You squeeze it and it lights up. It's like a worm. Oh, shit. I had one of them. I know exactly what yeah, you're right. talking Right. Those things are awesome, right? They had a, like a baby face. Yes. And you got the they Cabbage like, Batch Kids. They had a baby face. I have one of them. Yes. See, they're awesome. And you had a Cabbage Batch Kids. Yeah, ki- I still have mine. Nice. Because I always thought it was one of those things that are like, how bizarre is this thing in like 30 years? It's got to be worth something. Right. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, if you, uh, yeah. if you bring it in, I'll give you money for it. In fact, I'll give you $100 billion. That's probably what it's worth. Sounds good to me, Luigi. Uh, then you get the Transformers, iconic, right? They've never gone away. Yes. Teddy Ruxpin. No. Teddy Ruxpin made a little bit of a comeback. He was great. The Nintendo. So the about Nintendo you, Chris. What is going on here? So the Nintendo. That came out. Popples. Nintendo. What the hell is Popples? I wonder how much the Nintendo Entertainment System was that year. I don't know. Oh, ninety nine dollars. 
Says oh, it, really? uh, yeah, it was ninety nine ninety nine. You got Nintendo. Yeah, that's actually not a bad. Price. You got Nintendo, one controller, the gun, and then you got the game which had Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers on it. Well, Super Mario, not Super Mario okay. Brothers, just Super Mario. Um, Wait, well, no, you sure wasn't. Yeah, it was Super Mario because yeah, I just said I just Super Mario. Found out yep. last night there's a difference between the Mario Brothers game. And Super Mario. Oh, yeah, I know everything about it, buddy. Believe me. Well, your name. Right. And then, <laughs> exactly. And then they had, uh, you know, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And. Which is classic. And a Game Boy. Again, so, you know, the 80s were pretty good. 80s were some iconic toys, yeah. right? Let me tell you what the yeah. best toys of 2018 were. You ready for this crap? I kind of think I can guess. Literally, it's crap. The number one toy over here is, oh. uh, where is it? Don't step in it. That game where like you're not supposed to step in the poop. Oh, I didn't even know that was a game. Fingerlings. That was something we did in my backyard exactly. without buying a game. Well, I, listen, man, I, I, take my, I take my life lessons from the great Thornton Mellon and back to school. And remember this. Mm-hmm. In life... You got to look out for number one. Just make sure you don't step in number yeah. two. That's the that's the <laughs> life lesson. How about num yeah, noms? Hold on, I got I got to get I got to get through this. Hold on. How about num nom snackable right. cereal? I, exactly. Then there's I don't uh, know what that is. dude. I, I have no idea what these toys are. These are these are horrible toys. What 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 site is this? Is this the right site? <laughs> I don't even know, like... Oh, yeah, here it is. Hold on. I went toy shopping. You went toy shopping? Yeah, there was cooler toys than that. Oh, yeah, you got Polly Pocket. These are the top ones, man. These are the ones that everyone's looking for. How about the uh, Imagine Next Jurassic World Jurassic, Jurassic Rex? It's like a... Um... That's, I saw that thing. That thing looks pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. There's the Teddy Ruxpin and Grubby yeah. collection. So that's From mild to moderate... Why is that... This site just wants to play this stupid music. I don't know. Bottom line is toys now suck. Oh, they do. Except you get the Nerf guns they got now, and those things are like paintball guns. I know. They can hurt you bad. Bro. You ever seen these things? Yes, I have. They're, they're pretty nasty. and like I, Honestly, I want one just for the hell of it, but those, those things are pretty cool. Yo, when I was a kid, besides for Don't Step in the Shit, which was a game we played, mm-hmm. We also played Don't Get Humped. I don't know if you had that neighborhood dog. Don't get hump humped. It was the game we played with my Rottweiler who wouldn't hump me, but he would hump all my friends. So we came up with the game called Don't Get Humped, and you would run through the dog's pen oh, and have to climb the fence and jump over it. Dude, you guys just—you know what you guys needed? Like a ball or something. Like anything else to play with. You're, 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 oh, we do. We, we, we play with a ball. I mean— Luigi, we really, honestly, we never needed to buy a game because we I, made our own. I don't understand something. We were kids and we had imagination. Exactly, that's true. And I, have, I think I, that's lost on kids today. I have one of the greatest imaginations, and that's one thing I. It's 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 the one thing that I took with me from my childhood that uh, yeah. hasn't destroyed my adulthood. <laughs> is that I'm proud of? Is that my? Yeah, ima- how, how do you, how do you think I came up with ten questions every day for the last three and a half years? I don't know, man. Maybe you're just bored. It's, I got to use my imagination, and yo, 
I kid you not, like anything that was left in my backyard turned into a game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, my dad put up a, a – like a volleyball net was put up. Well, we didn't know how to play volleyball, but we made up a game where we had all the balls that were in like this bin that I had. Okay. And you'd throw the ball to the other side inside the square that my dad had on the grass, and you couldn't let your team let it touch the ground. See, now we can we put this in a, that the catch thing. Right. You could put this, the catch thing. Exactly. <laughs> the catch thing. But you could put that in a box right now and sell for thirty nine ninety five if you wanted to. Exactly. Isn't that freaking nuts? Like, these are stupid things. Like, can Jam is something we played with trash cans when I was a kid. I know, but Can Jam is and so... somebody packed. Can, oh, it's great. It can, is can great, jam, but we played that when I was a kid. I know, but Can Jam is like, I don't know, it's just for like white people that live in the suburbs who like who live in like oh totally who I play in like three, col- i have three sets of it yeah like. who, who play like in cul-de-sacs <laughs> in like the common areas i, I could just picture the guys out there i in played there and, every and, day for a whole summer i bet you did i could just picture not, guys out there in their, i'm not white kid from the suburbs yeah, just picture guys out there in their salmon shorts flip-flops on just tossing the old can jam around <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, all right, Charlie, let's, let's get down to the business, man. Let's get down to the, Wednesday, to the Tuesday 10. We're doing it on a Wednesday. We all know how this works. Charlie comes up with some questions. He gives them out to me. I answer them. I have no idea what the hell they are. But then he also posts them on social media later on, and he does it each and every single day so it never, ever gets old because, the, the, again, the tradition stays the same, but the questions always change. <laughs> right, Charles? Yeah, that's exactly how this works. All right. Are right, you ready? Let's get down to the business. Did you win your fantasy championship, and who's to thank or to blame? You really going to ask me that right now? Ah, you motherfucker. <laughs> really? I, I just told you. I just told you I lost. I lost. Who's to blame? I know, I know. <laughs> me. I'm to blame. I'm to blame because I left the championship on my bench. I mean, I had Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, and I, and I played Drew. And no one's going to fault me for playing Drew Brees in that game. No one. And no. Um, I played Drew Brees, and, and Aaron Rodgers threw up a 50s burger on me, and the guy I played had Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, and they basically just put their freaking foot on my throat and killed me. And even going into Monday night's game, I was down 30, uh, 35 points, and I had Phillip Lindsay in the Denver Broncos defense still left. So it was still doable. After all that, it was still possible Man. to win, and Lindsay gets hurt. The Broncos defense completely just mailed it in. They suck. Um, and I lost. Yeah, that, that was it, man. So I, I, did not, I did not win. And uh, congratulations to Steve Rennie. He's the winner. I, uh, I blame Kareem Hunt, that asshole piece of shit. He really just he screwed me. Oh, he screwed, um, he screwed a lot I of people. I lost in the playoff. That's, oh, yeah. Well, I mean. All right. Listen, you can't. You, you lost him, but we lost, you lost him several weeks ago. I mean, you should, you should have been making roster moves after that. You know, his backup. Oh, I made roster moves, but you know what killed, you know what killed me, Luigi? What's that? Buddy? I wanted to go grab Spencer Ware, right? I mean, that, that's the move. Well, but the I move is Damian Williams. Kareem Hunt was locked. You couldn't drop him. Ah. And so somebody else grabbed him before I ever could drop Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but Spencer Ware I was wasn't. sitting on Twitter. But Spencer Ware wasn't even in the pick. enough that he probably would have won me my uh, my playoff game. Nah, Damian. Damian he probably would have picked me the championship. Damian Williams was the guy who was getting all the carries. But but I but I hear I hear what you're saying, and it does it does suck. And there's got to be some there's got to be some better injury rules um, 
with the with with, with fantasy football, and especially with guys who get flat out cut and suspended. Well, that I mean, comes down on a good commissioner, Luigi, and that's what all it comes down to. Because a good commissioner would super uh, should supersede that. It shouldn't. It shouldn't come on fantasy rules. It depends on your commissioner and. My no, commissioner mailed his job in. He really didn't do anything well, all I'm, year. I'm sorry, buddy. Next year you'll play in the uh, the the Funk and Fantasy. Put your money where your mouth is. League. Yeah, and, I'll make and sure I'll, I play in an actual league. And I'm the year, not I'm worth twenty five dollars. That's right. I'm the that's right, Charlie. Because you, you're never going to get anywhere in life <laughs> if you keep playing twenty five dollar entry fees in the fantasy football and you're trying to make a million dollars. All right, Chuck. It's going to take you a million years to do it. I get it. I get it. Simple mathematics. All right. Who is your family's personal Grinch? That's uh, me. It's me. I'm oh, the, it's you. It's me. Yeah, I'm oh, the. Oh man. It's me. I'm the. I'm the. I'm the Grinch of the house. I'm the. I'm. Yeah, because I'm always working. It sucks, and you know, I don't know. I am. I'm the. I'm the Grinch. But I'm, I mean, I make fun of it and everything like that. Once you get me around like the kids, like around like my nephews and stuff like that, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm great. Oh, uh, so at least you warm up. Oh, as soon as you get kids uh, around I'd me, run- you get kids around me on Christmas, dude. I'm like, I, I want to play with all the toys. Um, you know, I'm. I'm running around like a maniac. I'm putting. I'm, whatever you need, whatever they, whatever the kids want, I'm there. I'm happy again. You know what I mean? I'm just happy to be with them and play and yeah. and do all that stuff and see the kids smile and their faces light up and all that stuff like that. That's what makes me happy. That's what gets me out of that Grinch thing. It like helps my you know my heart grow three sizes too big. Um, but if they, but yeah, other yeah, than yeah. that, bah humbug, man. <laughs> my my brothers are Grinch and he uh, he's a chain smoking Grinch. So like oh that sucks. You don't even see him. He's just outside smoking a cigarette the whole time, and at the end of the end of the night, you're like, "Oh, you were here! Like, saw your kids running around." The fire rises. Right, exactly. Right, that sucks. Yeah, there's always, like I said, there's yeah. always one Grinch. There's always one. I'm not. I do warm up. It does change, but I am the Grinch. Yes, I am the Grinch. Oh, and he's been that way since he was born, man. That kid, wake up Christmas morning in the worst effing mood, like. I don't. We'd always laugh because, like, who, what kid's unhappy on Christmas morning? Yeah, that's my brother. That sucks. <laughs> All right, number three. What's the most thoughtful gift you received for Christmas this year? The most thoughtful gift I received for Christmas this year. Um. Yeah. I got a book. I got a book. Um. No one, no one in this world beats me up more than me, right? I am literally like my own yeah. worst critic. I'm like my toughest critic. I'm my own worst enemy. You um, call your your fantasy show a dumpster fire for crying out loud? Well, it is a dumpster fire. I mean, it's, it's, no. you have a literal <laughs> dumpster fire. I mean, it literally is a dumpster fire. It's, 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 it's what it's been. But again, we make fun of the, we make fun of that. I mean, I know it's not really a dumpster fire because we don't really yeah. have the the. Supervision and the fire extinguishers here to handle that kind of a situation on a on a weekly basis. No, we don't. But the um, he got me a book, and it was a uh, a book that basically tell me like, you're awesome. So go be awesome, kind of a thing. And uh, I actually can't wait to read it. I can't wait to read it. That's probably the most. Th- yeah, that's 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 a fantastic. That was a fantastic uh, gift that I got this year. Yeah. You reminded me. I got Nick Foles' book. I actually started delving into that. It's actually well written. Was it? I was shocked. Yeah. That guy so, cashed. That guy cashed in on all that crap, oh. didn't he, man? Phew, my God. You know what, man? He deserves it, though, man. He got screwed. He <laughs> Chip Kelly. 
thing. It's, you can't him. say a guy got screwed when he got like 30 mil in the bank. You can't say that. Uh, I mean, career-wise, yes. He's the yes. starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, and he gets traded to Jeff Fisher. And he got benched for a couple of crying out loud. When he Case Keenum, I know. He Case was able Keenum. to come back. I know. They played Sanchez over him. Come on. I know. I know, man. I know. Guy, I know. You got to roll. Listen, There's it's a, a great story. Want to play anymore? Yeah, it's a listen. It's a great story. It really is, and I'm glad he was able to capitalize on it and make yeah. some more money. And let's hope he's able to make a little bit more this year. Damn right. <laughs> I believe. All I believe, right. Charles. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Believe me. I'm a believer in St. Nick. All right. What are your seven favorite fishes to eat? Seven favorite fishes. All right. Let's see here. Um, Does it have to be on Christmas Eve or just in general? No, no. You're just seven favorite fishes that you'd like to eat. Okay. Um, Well, I love a nice Chilean sea bass. You can't top that. That's, that's just mm-hmm. that's fantastic, bro. No, that's, that's 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 top of the list right there. You got to go. Um, uh, I, it's my number two, but I like I, 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 I like, I like yeah. mahi. Mahi's great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see here. Salmon's an easy go-to. You can really, you know, it's just it's a solid. yeah. That's, it's a, that's it's a solid. my number one, man. I it's love solid. salmon. It's a solid. Um, yeah. I enjoy. I I mean, I love mussels. Mussels are fantastic. Oh, man. I, I, I can go through Mama those. Mama Alexander made some great oh, mussels this past weekend. I can weekend. go through those. Like, oh, God, you can't believe it. I actually, I might even go next door to Moonshine right after this show and get some mussels, dude. I might, I, might, I, might, I, might, I, might, I might have to do it. I might have to do it. They do it. Um, they, they have it a little different. I've had their mussels before. They're great. <laughs> no, they're, they're, but they're doing something different with, um, it's, like a, uh, it's like a beer broth with some, uh, uh, some bacon and some pinto beans. I might have to dive into that. Ooh. Yeah, 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 man. They're, they're getting a little uh, bit. They're getting a little bit dicey. They're getting. They're trying some different things, and I like that. I like that out of the out of the crew here. Um, yeah, I like the experiment. Well, I mean, I mean, who doesn't? Then there's uh, yeah, tuna steaks. Tuna steaks are fantastic. Um, yes, they are. I mean, they're great. I'm not a big Two crab more. guy. Not a big crab guy. No, 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 no. Too much, too much work for the crab. Too much work for the crab. Lobster's overrated. Lobster's extremely overrated because, again, like I said, you pay $60, right, for something that you need to pour, that you, that you, have, to pour, you have to pour something on top of it that costs 10 cents, which is butter. Like, lobster doesn't taste good okay. unless you put butter on it, right? So why not charge, like, why not charge like $60 for the butter? And like ten cents for the lobster because that's yeah. all it's freaking worth. That's true. It's all it's worth. Seriously. Hundred percent agreed. Um, yeah. You know, I like I like basically any kind of shellfish. So you got to throw that up there. Um, and you got to have the you got to have the the, the bacala. You got to have the salted cod. Only thing is with that though yeah. is that it takes like nine days for you to freaking get enough salt out of it to be able to be edible. <laughs> the, the, the juice isn't really worth the squeeze on that one, but it's 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 not bad. No, the lox and whitefish is a big thing. No, no, it's, uh, yeah, it, it is huge. It, it is huge with the Jewish people. And again, mm-hmm. I know someone who again, whitefish salad, eat it with a freaking sp- uh, with a with a with a spoon. We'll just Dude, sit there I and can. just go to town with. I it. can eat it with. A I, I'm not a big fan, man. Okay. I'm just not. 
I'm just not, I don't I like I get oh, it like man I, that stuff on a bagel oh my and you put the you put the salmon slices on top of the white fish oh you double up it is you double up oh man yeah it, well so my dad's Jewish right Mazel he top, grew man. up next to he grew up next to the Amorosos the roll company okay he that's it that's his best friend in the world is Sal Amoroso and he grew up basically because he was a Jewish kid. They didn't do anything for Christmas or Christmas Eve, so he would he was always over at the Amorosos. That's not, wait, and that's not a, that's not. So when he married an Italian girl, okay, he brought his little slice of his little slice of the seven fishes. Is my family every year? We also have the bagels, lox, and whitefish on our Christmas Eve table, and then that's also our breakfast the next morning uh, I, you know, for well, uh, Christmas nah, Day. I, I hate to do it to you. I, I hate to do it. Oh, dude, Luigi, you're missing out. You, know, you have no you idea. You can't be mixing best. Jewish and continental. You can't be doing that, man. You're, you're, you're mixing worlds. You oh, can't man, do, you're great. crossing universes, dude. You can't do this. You can't you do know, You know, the Jewish man won the, the town uh, prize the year, uh, back in, like, 94 or 95. He put up the best Christmas light decoration show. Yeah, and that was out of spite. <laughs> that was out of spite. No, that was out of spite. And and to be fair, and to be fair, they spend eight days, eight days and eight crazy nights, lighting things up on fire yeah. and, and and putting up, uh, you know, putting <laughs> putting lights up and all this stuff like that. So they got plenty of practice. All right. Oh, his. I don't know what his electric bill was that year. But I ain't gonna afford it. He's Jewish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was not right. That was not right. What's that? (laughs) I didn't even hear it. That's all right. Thank God. Hopefully, no one else. Seven of those like old Tupperware containers, all filled with Christmas lights from that one year. Like just absolutely killed it, and they went and put him in the newspaper, which was funny as hell. (laughs) Well, that's uh, you know that's that's a hell of a one upper there by our uh, our Jewish friends. On, on Christmas. Oh, yeah. There it is. All right. Next question. Next question. Who's the jolliest guy you know outside of St. Nick? My stepfather, Tony. My stepdad. My stepdad's, yeah. He is the jolliest. He's got this big old belly on him, right? But, he, yeah. like, I've never, like, the guy is always smiling. He's always happy. Like, he's... He's never in a bad mood, and you never see it. Like it's it's incredible. Like I I admire it. Like the guy is just just genuinely high on life, happy. Yeah, it's good for him, it, man. It, it weirds me out. Like you wish you could it. bottle that up, send it to us all. Me too, man. Like it's it's really it's strange. <laughs> it's very strange. But the guy again, man. He's just a, he he is without question the jolliest man I've ever met in my life. Jolliest person, no no doubt about it. Hands down. Did you ever meet Paul Jolovitz or no? No, Jolly, come on, man. <laughs> no, no. Stop it. No, I never Jolly's met Jolly. Jolly. I've met Paul. So uh, anyway, who did you spoil for Christmas this year? Well, <sighs> this is difficult. All right. I got. I got to. I got to. I got to do it. I got to. I got to give myself one of these, Charlie. All right. I didn't spoil anyone. Oh. 
I was working so I know the bad ex- I know the excuses are coming. I worked so much. Yeah. I had a little bit of an episode. I went through so many things and I didn't have a chance to do any kind of shopping. I didn't buy anything for anyone. I gave my I gave my, my nephews cash in their hand. Like a freaking Wait, 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 wait. Your nephews loved every second of that. Uh, are they older than five? They're both five, and then the other one's three. But I didn't even like... Five-year-olds loved Oh, yeah, they were, they were all about it. But it's just like, I feel disgusting because of that. I'm like, I didn't even give... Uh, so what I'm thinking is... Man, I remember being five, six years old. One of my uncles came and slapped 20 bucks in both my, my brother and I's hand. Man, we were living it up. <laughs> I know, man. That's how I walked in the door. They were like, you know... They're like kind of sags. I didn't have any presents in my hand. And I was just like, you know, I opened up my wallet. I'm like, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. You know what I mean? Just kind of just tossing cash at them. They were, they were fine with that. I feel, <laughs> I feel horrible, man. I do. I feel so bad that I didn't, I didn't do any kind of shopping. Like I said, I've just been working like crazy and, um, you know, trying to keep the dumpster afloat. And it's, it's just been, it's, it's been nuts, man. It's, it's been absolutely nuts. And that's the other thing, too, is that I'm horrible at gift giving during the holidays because I, 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 hate, mm. I hate the... The fact that I, I feel like I need to buy something for someone. Like, I'm, I'm, I've always been the, uh, yeah. I'm the best, like, random gift giver during the year. You know, like, whenever, I've been, whenever I've been, like, in a relationship or anything like that, I've, I've always just, like, I don't know, like, I was never really great on Christmas. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd get stuff. But it was just, like, more along the lines of, like, during yeah. the course of the year, I'd always surprise with people, like, you know, you bring, you bring a gift to someone and they go, holy crap, I can't believe you remember that. You know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, you said it when we were walking past this or whatever, like three weeks ago, and I just kind of like stuck in my head. So I went back and got it all done. Like, you know, like those are the best gifts. So I, I just don't, I don't feel yeah. like, I, I don't like to be forced. I don't feel like to be forced by uh, society to go out there and and and, and show my. You love know what you do, Luigi? Gifts. You go get some Nerf guns. Yes. One for each of them. But there is what there is. And you go surprise them for Kwanzaa. Yes, <laughs> but there are two people that I am going to spoil for this Christmas, and that's you and Joe Rafino. When I take you to the barn to see the Philadelphia yeah. Flyers hockey in action, my friend, it's going to be quite the yeah. evening. It's going to be quite the evening, my pal. I'm, I'm wearing my Flyers jersey. If that's all right, I'm getting one. It's I, a I, nameless one. I have a Flyers. I have a Flyers T-shirt. I'm going to wear the Flyers T-shirt. Right. But I'm when I'm leaving. I'm telling you, I'm leaving with more than what I came on because I'm getting flyered up, buddy. I'm getting completely fucked. We might even go to Xfinity <laughs> afterwards. We might even do that. I'm doing the whole experience. Oh, no way. Yes way. You ever see the, the Xfinity uh, where they have the hockey guy or the uh, statue? They pay to be in hockey pads. No. You ever seen that? No. Oh, it's like every other home game. They pay a guy to pretend to be a statue and stand there during the entire Flyers game. Isn't that what they've done with every goalie they had since like, like 1973? Pretty much. Okay. It's every goalie they've ever had. Okay. I'll just, just make, I'll just, I'll just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. But the, we're going to do everything. We're going to do, we're going to do everything. <laughs> we're going to take pictures with the people. I'm going to talk to Flyers fans. I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to learn so much. I told you if they play that Kate Smith freaking hologram, I'm booing so loud. So loud. <laughs> it's gonna Yo, be. That's my girl, man. I love Kate Smith. I really do. <laughs> Catch me outside. Huh? I listen to that. I listen to that to get me into the Fourth of July mood every year. 
that's my like midsummer's pick me up. Okay. And I'll just blast that shit. All right. Well, good. I really, and that gets me ready for the fourth. Well, that's great because I'm going to be booing. But anyway, I'm not booing the anthem. <laughs> I'm booing the hologram. She's not singing the anthem. She's, uh, what's she sing? I don't know. She sings God Bless America. It's her That's right. She's, well, she's singing God Bless America. Whatever. I'm not booing that. I love the country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, All right. listen, I, like one. I said, I'm not booing anything bad. I'm just, I'm, I'm booing the fact that. Nah, you're booing the flyers that they track out the same useless, just like with goalies. It's the same useless garbage year after year. And you're like. Exactly. Can't you figure out something new to do? Let's ask Donnie what he thinks about know. me. Let's ask Donnie what he thinks about me booing the uh, booing Kate Smith. You are a rude, terrible person. Oh, I'm sorry, Don. I'm sorry. You don't. You know. You don't agree. <laughs> All right, Chuck. He, 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 get that guy out of here. Get that guy out of here. All right. Number seven. Make up the name of the least famous reindeer of them all. Make up a name. Yeah, for the least famous reindeer uh, of them all. Let's see here. How about um, hmm? <sighs> let's go with um, <laughs> it'll probably be Trump. Don't you think? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. That's a t- I wish I had a little bit of a head. I, I wish I, I had a little bit more heads up on that one. I actually would have been able to come up with something pretty good, but I, on the spot, I got nothing. Oh, how, about Dop- how about Doppler? How about Doppler? <laughs> Doppler. Yeah. Marquise Johns, half Doppler hoof. Half thing. hoof. Half hoof's not bad. I like half hoof. Yeah. That's actually another good question. I just can't. Do you think Santa would have voted for Donald Trump? I should have I wrote that one down. Yeah, why not? He's not biased. He's just fat. Yeah, I know. All right. What gift as a kid killed it for you? Like, which one made your Christmas? G.I. Joe's, homie. G.I. Joe's, bro. Nah, yeah. Every time I opened up a G.I. Joe, I was, I was in heaven, man. Dude, same here. Yeah, I mean, G.I. Joe. Was I have a collection of them. G.I. Joe. I, well, I don't have them anymore. I lost. You know what? You know what I did? See, because I'm a, I'm a jerk. Because now they're worth like so much money. Is um, I would take them like when like in when it would get like, you know, the winter time, right? And it would snow, so I go out there and play with my G.I. Joes in the snow, right? Yeah. And then I'd like bury them in All the right. snow, and like I'd leave them there, and then like we you know go back and play oh. with them later. But then like, you know, then the thaw happens, right? Because I'd lose. I forget where I buried a few of them. Because yeah. you know snow looks alike mm-hmm. that's not racist it's, it's just a fact yep you know all snow is white yep. and um i forget and then like you know as soon as the snow starts to melt i'd look down i'm like oh yeah there's one of my g there's storm shadow because i couldn't see him it was you know it was all white. i was like there goes storm shadow completely rusted to death were was, they you know, the ones with rubber bands in them or were they the ones with like the metal pinion and they were metal like, they were the metal yeah, they were the metal stuff because these were like so those rusted out oh yeah these were first edition bro so my uncle was born like 71. Okay. He had a giant box of G.I. Joes that he gave me after I already got all my new ones. So I had the ones like you. Mm-hmm. I was born in the 80s. But my uncle had the ones with the rubber bands from like 71, like 73 through like 75, oh, 76, wow. 77, whatever. So I got to play with a lot of those 
those would break in half, man, and you could put them back together with a rubber band. But then mine, they would rust away because I did the same thing as you. I'd play with them in the pool. I'd play yep. with them outside. I never buried them and left them out there, but I did play with them in the snow, and those things would just break apart, and you never put them back together I mean, again. you would think with all the lead and the paint on those things that they used to make those freaking characters look like the way they did, you would think they would, oh, they would be able to stop some things from rusting, but... Nonetheless, you would think, man. Never worked. Charlie, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you help me finish the rest of this Luigi vs. Listener's Fantasy Showdown. We're going to do it rapid fire at the end of this thing. All right. All right. We, got, we got one more. We got I know, one I know. I got, we got one more question. Let's get down to it. What yeah. do you got? All right. Um, do Christmas leftovers compete with Thanksgiving leftovers? Hell no. Hell no. I 100% agree. No. Chris, dude, no one. No one Classic. ever, no one ever sits there and thinks about like what's what's there at Christmas left there? It's a bunch of freaking cookies. That's all it is. It's cookies, it's cookies and yeah. hams. It's trash, bro. It's amateur hour. Everyone they salivate. Yeah. They think about that. They, they they dream more about the Thanksgiving leftovers than they do about the Thanksgiving meal. Exactly. Christmas dinner is an is a complete afterthought, and an afterthought compared to Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's it. 100%. That's all the questions, Chuck? All right, I'm ready. All right, so we're yeah, going. Let's play the game. All right, you, it's, we're going we're gonna to help fill this thing out because, again, people are working today, so it's tough for people to listen on Facebook Live. So we don't have too many participants, yep. so participants going on. And um, we got to make sure we get this thing finished out. So we're going to make the rest of the picks. You are, are you, up to, are you up right. to speed on the picks or no? No, I'm not. Let's, let's okay. uh, go over. I, I was before the call, All but right. now I'm kind of. So Nemiroff made a great pick. First pick, he went John McClain, diehard quarterback. All right. Wide receivers, Perfect. Harry Lyme from Home Alone. Okay. And then he took Kevin McAllister at defense. All right. My quarterback is Clark Griswold. My running backs okay. are George Bailey and Billy Ray Valentine Ooh, from, from – um, Trading places. All right. So you can do you can go anywhere you want except for quarterback and defense. All right. Tight end. All right. We're gonna go with the best tight end out there in the game. We're going Bumble, the abominable snowman from. Uh, oh come on, Rudolph dude. the Red Nosed Reindeer. Come on. Bumble he the is Gronkowski ab- incarnate. <laughs> dude, that's just weak. Um, all right. Let's, 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 hey, but listen, it's your world. I'm taking my... T- Dude, he's... Yeah. I, I'll take my... Uh, I'm going to take my... Uh, do I want to take him a kicker? Do I want to take him a tight end? So I got to take this guy two different places. Hmm. That's that's the thing. It's it's tough because I can take him two different places. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna, big guy. Burley. Yeah. Taking a tight end too. Taking cousin Eddie. Damn it, Harry. That's my next pick. I'm taking cousin Eddie. I knew I had to take him now. Taking cousin Eddie from um, Christmas Vacation. All right, your pick. All right. I'm taking the next uh, the next uh, wide receiver. That's gonna. He's just he's tall. He's taller than all the other elves. 
I'm going to take Buddy the Elf from Elf. That's, 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 yeah, that's the next pick I was going to make, too. That's a good one. Yeah. People are checking in saying. The, uh... Someone on Facebook Live checking in saying, I want Bruno on. Well, you can't have Bruno right now because he's on vacation. He's in Arizona. So you got stuck <laughs> with me, pal. Sorry. Um, wide receiver. Buddy, you went Buddy the Elf, right? Yep. All right. That's a good pick. Let's go with... Uh, I'm taking my flex, man. I, I got I to gotta take the, the most obvious guy. I, he hasn't been yeah. selected yet. It's, been, it's like the round five. I'm taking Santa. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, I didn't think about that. I'm taking Santa from the Miracle on, third, on 34th Street. How, how, do, how does he slide that far? Because there's other people that are just better than Santa on Christmas, apparently. I'm taking Santa from the Miracle on 34th Street. All right. Your pick, Chuck. You can go both running, but you got both running backs, right. flex, and a kicker. I got two wide receivers, kicker, and a defense. They go. All right. Both running backs, wide. Wait, I got both ride, uh, running backs, a flex, and a kicker, right? Yep. All right. I'm, uh, I'm going to go running back. I'm going to go a big, burly mother effer. All right. He, uh, he's jolly as all hell. I'm going to go the ghost of Christmas present ah. from the Christmas Carol. All right. Ghost of Christmas present from the and Christmas Carol. And actually, I want to take the exact one from the Muppet Christmas Carol. That one is my favorite of all. All right. Ghost of Christmas <laughs> present Dude is awesome. from Muppet Christmas. All right. We'll put that in there for you, Chuck. I think he'd be a solid running back. No, it is solid. I'm taking – I'm going defense. Nothing can beat this guy. Nothing can kill him. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Willie T. Soak from Bad Santa. <laughs> that was one of my next picks. I got to take him, dude. Wait. I don't, I don't really love the pick, but I just love the character. So that's why I'm going with it. Where you at, Chuck? I, I need to know if this is, uh, is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Yeah, you can take Gizmo. I'm taking Gizmo as my other, uh, you know what? Put him as the flex. Damn it. I love Gizmo. <laughs> I, was hoping he, I was hoping he would slide. People love that. I was hoping he would slide. Um, that, was my ne- that was my next pick, no matter what. All right, wide receiver. Taking a wide receiver. I, I got it. I got to go to Grinch, man. I got to take the Grinch. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good call. He came, up, he came up big when it was time to shine. That's, that's the most important thing. So I'm taking the Grinch. All right, Chuck. You got a kicker and a running back left. Where are you going? Mm. Mm. I got a choice between two that. All right. I'm going running back. Okay. This guy's hot. This guy's really hot. Taking heat miser, he's aren't you? He's so hot. He's on. Yeah, I'm taking the heat miser and running back. Mr. Heat Miser. He's a hundred he's a hundred and two. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um 
Take my other wide receiver. Let's go with... Um, damn it. You kind of really threw a monkey wrench in there. I'll take... Um, Take Jack Skelton, night before Christmas. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, he usually goes really early, but he he went late this year. So Jack Skelton from night before, and your All last right. pick, Chuck, is the kicker. I think this is the best. Now you gotta let me know. This one might not be okay. We're gonna see. So I like a loony kicker. I think kickers are all nuts, right? All right. So they took this guy's kid away from him because they thought he was nuts. I'm taking Scott Calvin to Santa Claus. Is that allowed from the Santa Claus? The I don't know if that's – you already took Santa, right? I mean, you could take him. I mean, I took Willie Soak. I took bad Santa. So you could take Scott Calvin from the Santa Claus. I'm going to take Scott Calvin from the Santa Claus. Calvin – from the Santa Claus. All right. That was your last pick. My pick, my last pick, the kicker I'm taking, I'm taking a guy who's got the best feet. He has the best feet out of anyone on this list. And I'm taking okay. my man, because there hasn't been a kicker this good since he was tap dancing with Danny F and K. I'm taking Danny K <laughs> from, it's a one, from, from White Christmas. As my kicker. So here it is. Here it is, man. Here's the final. And again, you can vote on this tomorrow. You can vote on this tomorrow at Funkin' Fantasy. It'll be up for the poll vote. All right, well, I'll post the poll, and then you go, and you right. go on the damn site, and you, and you vote. The listeners. Quarterback is John McClain from Die Hard. The running backs are the ghost of Christmas present from no. the Muppets. And running back, and the other running back is Mr. Heatmiser. I like your running backs. I think my running backs are better, but I like your yeah, Your wide receivers, Harry Line from Home Alone and Buddy the Elf. Tight end is Bumble, the Abominable like Snowman. Your flex is Gizmo. Your kicker is Scott Calvin from um, Scott Calvin from the Santa, Santa Claus. Who the fuck is that guy? And then uh, Kevin McAllister. You never saw that? Nah, wasn't on my list. Kevin McAllister uh, from Home Alone defense, which is I love that defense. Uh, so my, my pick, my, yeah, my team is quarterback is Clark Griswold. My running backs are George Bailey from A Wonderful Life and Billy Ray Valentine from Trading Places. I, I just watched that movie. Yeah, I, I watched it last night. I am George Bailey, yeah. my friend. I am, I, it's me. I think I am too. I am George <laughs> Bailey. My wide receiver, my wide receivers are the Grinch and Jack Skeleton. My tight end is Cousin Eddie. My flex is Santa from Miracle on 34th Street. My kicker is Danny Kay. From White Christmas and my defense is Willie T. Soak from Bad Santa. There you have it. That's the. Uh, that's a pretty. It's it's going to be a tight matchup. I I think I think you guys got a shot though, Chuck. I think you did a good job. I I, I just don't know if the Scott Calvin pick is going to be I enough. I think the running backs might carry me. I mean, I think if, the, I, if if this was an actual football game. Well, John McClain himself is is strong enough, you know. I mean, this, just him enough is enough yeah. to do with some damage. But I think John McClain and Clark Griswold together, head-to-head, is going to be an epic battle. By the way, I'm watching this. I just, I just looked over, and the, the Boston College-Boise State Bowl game is on right now. And uh, yeah. there's like seven people in the stands. It's the, uh, the, the 
Oh, well, touchdown, Boston College on the board. It was a rushing touchdown, 941 left, 6 nothing. Boston College over Boise State. Charles? Is that, is that the... Uh, it's the server... Is or that the... Uh, it's the server... Uh, no, no, no. It's the server... I don't know what the hell it is, bowl. I have, I have no idea what these bowls are. They're, they're ridiculous. The hepatitis C bowl? Yeah, hepatitis C bowl. I swear, man. Like, Can't we all just agree that there only should be maybe 10 bowls? That's it, man. But there's Three the only, of them meaningless. It's a money-hungry freaking that- cash grab. That's all it is, man. That's all it Actually, is. Actually, there should be eight that are playoff bowls, right? Yes. That go to the main game. And then there should be there should be two others that you go, you know, you make you make it one through eight goes to the playoffs, right? And then nine and ten get to go play in a bowl. Maybe even the top twenty five. I could see the top twenty five. But outside of that, nobody belongs in a bowl game. No, I don't. I remember think. Temple like a few years ago was four and five, and yeah. they went to a bowl I game. Mean, yeah, I'm like, seriously, it's a joke. And it was the, the All American Big Pile of Shit Bowl, and I'm like, it, it, the game was awful. And I remember sitting there watching it for a second, and like, I got better things I could do with my life. Yeah, like why was I watching this big pile of steaming shit on my TV? And there's people that eat all that shit up. Well, Chuck, I mean, people love like, they why? love they love because they love college football. It's all about football, man. It's it's, it's just what it is, brother. Dude, they're the same people that beat their own chest about how great of like Eagles fans they are that they watch every second of every preseason game. Yep. Nah, man, it's you're joke, just bro. wasting your effing life. Like it's a joke. It's I got joke. better things to do than watch preseason football. That's fake football. I got better things to do hey, than, than I'm do. the guy that doesn't miss a second during the season. But in that preseason, what do I care to watch guys that are never going to play again? I'm not watching them. Hey, come on. Hey, look. It's like watching the NIT. Nobody watches the NIT. And, and Chuck, seriously. I hear you. I, I, I do. I do. But yeah. I got to get into some free agent fines, my avoiding deploys, and my locks nah, for, the, for, the, for the week. <laughs> so listen, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll text you over this stuff later. You'll give me the we'll, – we'll make, you'll make the list up so we make it all yeah. nice and pretty for uh, – for social media, so people yeah, can vote I'll on it. Yeah, make it all pretty for social media. Make sure you're following Dr. Catfish Charlie right, at Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Chuck. I'm gonna give you a roaring round of applause on the way out, and I will talk to you later, my man. Be well. Give Jess my best. Yeah, all right. Later, give Jess my best. We'll see. You. Yep. See you, man. Catfish. Charlie. That was a long segment. Let me give you some free agent fines, all right? This is if you're still playing in week 17, which I don't know why your fantasy team would still be going this, but you're going, your league would be going to week 17 is crazy because people get sat, and this is the reason why. I'm going to give you Rod Smith against the Giants. The Cowboys are locked in at the four seed, so Zeke may, even, may sit this game. He may not even play. Uh, and then Dwayne Washington for the Saints is a name I gave early in the year and was never heard again, but now it's time. Now it's time for Dwayne Washington. Ingram and Kamara, running backs for the New Orleans Saints, will be limited and may even sit with the Saints locked in in the number one seed. Dwayne Washington will take the lion's share of the carries for the New Orleans Saints. He's a pickup who's worthy. If you have a Kamara and Ingram uh, owner and you, look, you need a, uh, a fix for this week, Dwayne Washington's your man. Avoiding the ploys for this week. Um, Again, I'm not the guy who tells you when to start Antonio Brown. The guy who tells you when to sit Antonio Brown. And um, let's see how I did last week. And um, 
I told people to avoid Aaron Rodgers. I should not have done that because uh, I would have won my own fantasy league with that one. So, yeah, that was a miss. David Johnson at the Rams. Meh. Tyreek Hill at Seattle. Very depressing. And Jared Cook against Denver. That was a hit. Deploy. Dak Prescott against Tampa. Hit. Sony Michelle against Buffalo. Hit. Josh Reynolds at Arizona. Nah, he had like eight points. Chris Herndon against the Packers. Hit. My daily fantasy I gave last week. Dak Prescott. Hit. Jamal Williams. Hit. Benjamin Watson. Sucks. Demaryius Thomas. Torres Achilles. This week. Where the hell is this week's? I had this thing all lined up. There it is. All right, here we go. This week's avoids. We're going to avoid Drew Brees at Carolina because he's probably not going to play. Todd Gurley against San Fran because they won't need him that much. Corey Davis against Indy because Indy's going to walk in there and shut them down. And then David Njoku at Baltimore. The tight end, we're going to avoid him. Uh, we're going to deploy Aaron Rodgers to Detroit, seeing that he's like, uh, you know, he's hell-bent on scoring points now. So you might as well. You might as well just start Aaron Rodgers this week. Josh Allen against Miami. Uh, we're deploying Doug Martin at Kansas City. Yeah, Doug Martin stepping up big last uh, Monday night, and I think he's going to have another big game this week against Kansas City. Uh, we're also going to deploy Nelson Aguilar at Washington and Gerald Everett, the tight end for the Los Angeles Rams against San Fran. Daily fantasy picks. These are plays I make to give you uh, to keep you under the cap but into the cash each week. Uh, again, I play on FanDuel. They won't sponsor me, but again, uh, you can play on anything you want. Josh Allen, 7,700. Darren Sproles at Washington. He's only 5,500. Ruben Foster against Miami. He's a rookie, undrafted rookie this year, much like Philip Lindsay, who uh, should be on your draft boards for next year. He's 5,800. And again, Gerald Everett, I mentioned earlier, he's 4,800 on FanDuel. <sighs> God. That was a, um, that was a hell of a show. I'm going to close it one more time, though, as I did last week with, uh, where the hell is it? Why? See, this is the thing, is that I, I get stuff moved, and I can never find it again. That's all right. We'll just go with this one. Ah, oh, there it is. It's time to get the fire extinguishers out. Try to put the dumpster out, for this week at least. I want to thank everyone for uh, joining me this Wednesday afternoon. While you guys are out there returning all your Christmas gifts that you don't want all the lovely crap that people spend all this time going out to buy for you that you're going to spend in traffic now trying to return it. Thank everyone for joining me on Facebook Live, on Block Talk Radio. I want to thank uh, Mo for calling in, Jose, and uh, also Dr. Catfish Charlie for uh, chiming in with the uh, Tuesday 10 that we did on a Wednesday. I want to thank all of you for listening to me and giving me a, a, an opportunity to come here and crash and burn miserably for you each and every single week live from Moonshine Philly, 1825 East Moya Mencing Avenue. Make sure you get down here, get yourself some gift cards. Those are gifts. That's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year, Clark. All right. And speaking of the whole year, I'll see you next year because it will be next year, the next time that you'll hear my voice. I'm Luigi Kurt to remind you, it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Merry Christmas, everybody.
one million wrestling podcast there is a new shining star with great interviews analysis music and and me matt coon on total engagement go to any podcast platform to listen today